0: In the library of St. Clement of Rome Grade School in suburban St. Louis, where I attended grade school, there is a picture of Jesus holding a child. It's a beautiful picture. It's a picture where Jesus is looking upon this child with complete and total love, and the child is looking up at Jesus knowing that she is loved. And it's in recollection of today's gospel. This is the way that we are supposed to receive others. This is the way that God receives us. But a part of me wonders if that's not the best way to understand this story, at least artistically. Because have you ever tried to pick up a child, especially a three-year-old who doesn't want to be picked up? A three-year-old who has something better on her mind? A three-year-old who doesn't know you? The odds are that if you pick up that child, even if you know the child, even if you love the child, even if the child is your own, you might get kicked. You might get spit upon. You might get head-butted or the dreaded dead fish in your arms. This is what it means to receive a child as the Lord receives us, to be loved and to love as God loves us, to love something that doesn't want your love. To love something that might even reject your overture of love. In a more practical sense, for us, it means we have to love people in our lives persistently, constantly, who don't like us, who don't want to hear the truth, who don't even want to be around us. This is a parent's love. The child is utterly dependent initially, and then it grows up, and though it has more autonomy, intellectually and physically, it's dependent financially. It's dependent for resources upon the parent. But this is the great love that God has. This is the greatness to which we are called, is to love without count, to love without cost, to love without even thinking about what I'm investing in this person, to love for the sake of the other the classical definition that saint thomas aquinas gives us of love is to will the good of the other to fully invest and especially to love and to invest in those who don't respond with gifts and with triumphs for us throughout the history of salvation god reveals himself to us as father as a father who loves with complete and gratuitous love as beautiful and as wonderful as each of you are you add nothing to god's glory your existence is a mere effect of his love that he so loves he gives you the opportunity to share in that love everything about our life is a gift is a miracle is an opportunity to recognize how much our Father loves us. But when He also reveals Himself to us in Jesus as Son, He shows us what it's like to be in relationship to the Father. In the first reading from the Book of Wisdom, we hear the just one will escape, will eschew the punishments, will be saved, won't have to go through all those terrible things. And yet when Jesus comes, who is the second person of the Trinity, who is God, what does he do? He dies. He gives it all back to the Father. To be the beloved, to be the beloved son, the beloved daughter of God, is to receive graces and blessings beyond measure and to give them back for his glory and for the glory of each other. This is why St. James tells us so clearly in that second reading, there is no place in the kingdom of God, there is no place in a Christian's heart for jealousy or for selfish ambition. Jealousy is to hate someone else for their success or to desire their success. Selfish ambition is to desire success at the sake of another. And the Lord says clearly to us today through St. James, this only leads to division. All of the division in the world can come down to a basic lack of humility, a desire to be better, a desire to have more, a desire to be something other than the beloved son, the beloved daughter of God. But yet, what is greatness? What does it mean to be great, as the apostles were arguing about on the way today? It's to be humble, to persevere, and to love selflessly, sacrificially, and without cost. Humility, recognizing that my greatness comes from somewhere, from someone else and I'm grateful to share in just a moment of it. Perseverance, to love the petulant child, the friend who has fallen away, the family member who doesn't have a place in his or her heart for you, but to constantly love, to reach out, to go the extra mile. This is greatness. A few years ago, my own father taught me about the love that the Father has for us, and what the love we are called to with each other. We were at a family function, and I heard a relative say that he had just paid the last tuition bill for his youngest child, and had spent something like $250,000 on the education of all of his children. And I thought, wow, that's a lot of money. Then I thought to myself, wait a second, my dad had six kids. He put us all through Catholic grade school, Catholic high school, and paid for all of our colleges, and then some he's got to have spent more than that. So I went to him you know, after the party and I said, Dad, you know, so-and-so was saying, you know, he spent this much on his family's education. How much have you spent? And he looked at me, almost kind of bewildered that I would ask such a question. And he said to me, without any guile or duplicity, I have no idea. That money was earned. That money was there for you, for your benefit. It wasn't about me. And in that moment, I realized something, right? That this is the type of love we're to have. That while my dad was busting his hump for years, while I was, not literally, but figuratively, spitting in his face, doing idiotic and crazy things, getting into trouble, disobeying him, not following his lead, was he holding that over me? No. He was working harder. He was loving more. He was investing more of himself into my life, into my well-being. And this... Brothers and sisters, is what the love of the Father has for us. This is the love that measures our greatness. Am I willing to love without cost? To love without count? To pick up that child who kicks, who screams, and to love it anyway? God laid down his life for you. God offers you this opportunity each and every day, in mostly small ways, but also in great ways, to lay down your life, to be great in who you serve, to be great in how you love.